to Pair of Kings, episode one. Uh, if you're just tuning in, of course, chances are you know either myself or Sal, and we're happy to have you here. Hey, everybody. How are we doing tonight? Um, well, it's our, it's our tonight, but you're tomorrow morning. So, how are we doing this morning? Uh, yeah. John, uh, you want to lead us off? What, what, are you, what are you wearing right now? Uh, today... Uh, I had my uh, Uniqlo Engineered Garments Fleece. Excellent collab for a sensational price point. I have a short sleeve collared shirt. Not a camp collar, just a regular collar, mm-hmm. unfortunately. That I picked up. Gosh, I can't remember where I got it from, but it was super cheap. It might have been grailed or something like that. Secondhand. Some uh, very simple gray pants and Supreme Hanes socks. Mm. the true hype beast and all of us low-key flex oh absolutely and uh, i wore my jordan 1 sb new york to paris throughout the work day mm-hmm. today but now i have my birkenstocks on this evening it's uh, good to hear yes, i am uh, currently wearing of course my uh, salvage denim love it the 40th anniversary of uh okayama denim and i believe this is pure blue Japan, but I could be wrong. Oh no, it's Studio Des- uh, Studio Dardison. Actually, these pure blue Japan are in the uh, in the drawer right now. Um, I'm wearing a um, what am I wearing right now? A Margiela shirt that I picked up in Paris when I was there studying. Huge. Um, one of my favorite shirts. However, it's getting to be a bit small on me now. So it might it might be one of the ones that we retire for a little bit. Man. Definitely not getting rid of it, but. Stick it, in a, stick it in a drawer for a while. Um, I was wearing a nice little overcoat um, that I had picked up uh, about, let's see, about seven months ago as it rains every, God, every every other day here I go to school. Um, pretty brutal. And then I was wearing my uh, R.M. Williams boots, which are some of my favorite footwear. However, cannot wear nice. them on days. Yeah, can't wear, can't wear them on days when it's raining unless I want to destroy them. So is that because of the leather is untreated? Uh, the leather is treated, but if it's – or if I should say if they get like habitually wet, they'll start to degrade pretty quickly. Uh, quickly. Okay. I think even if leather is treated, it doesn't like water. No. I know that you yeah. can put some waxes and things like that <laughs> on them, but you don't want to ruin the finish of your nice boots. Exactly. So for all of the listeners tuning in, of course, this is Pair of Kings. Uh, my name is John Hogaboom. Um, figured we'd throw in a little fit check before we introduce ourselves, but I'm John. I'm 22 years old, and I work in the field of advertising. I've known Seoul for my entire life, and for my entire <laughs> life, I mean the last six months. And we've become very close, and we decided to start a podcast together. Yeah, um, I'm Saul Thompson. Um, I am currently a student in my junior year at uh, Yale University, um, and I'm studying art and environmental study, uh, science. Excuse me. So that is where I am at this point in my life. Um, looking forward to whatever the heck I'm going to be doing this summer, which is currently uh, up in the air. Uh, big, big point of stress for old Saul Thompson over here. <laughs> I'm sure you'll figure something out. Worst comes to worst, you can say you're a full-time podcaster. Exactly. Put that on the resume. <laughs> Saul, are you? Uh, are the cops coming right now? Um, this 
happens every once in a while. Apparently the mic is picking up, but yeah, there are the uh, cops outside. Um, school does something where if there is crime on campus, um, we get an email. So I will I will keep the podcast updated for the uh, Chief Ronald Higgins. Um, shout out to Yale for keeping the students as safe as possible. Yeah, big big shout out there. Uh, neg- negative shout out for the uh, police sirens going on during the podcast. They should know it is Pair of so Kings time. So rude. So rude. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's a Monday night. It's January the 27th uh, mm-hmm. here. We, uh, we're we planning on releasing this Tuesday morning, so hopefully our friends and family who we forced to listen to this <laughs> are having just a spectacular Tuesday. Uh, we hope we will be too. Uh, we just want to do a little intro episode, you know, get uh, get to know the boys. And we, uh, we welcome you and whoever you want to share this podcast with to the Pair of Kings family. Mm. Yeah, for anybody that may be listening, we uh we thank you. Uh, we hope to see you or have you drop in again in future weeks. Um, yeah, uh, just quick, maybe uh, introduction on what this podcast is about. We're hoping to make a, a weekly podcast, kind of covering news in the um, streetwear, maybe fashion in general, um, mm-hmm. stratosphere, um, kind of covering. Um, important drops or important events um and kind of injecting some um fun bit of personality maybe a bit of a little spice uh, little spice yeah a little spice for for lack of a better term um into the whole uh kind of hype beast world which is in my opinion in a bit of need of some spice yeah it's become a little mundane uh, I'm a bit tired of the uh, the crossbody bag with the all black fit. It's tough. It's tough to keep seeing that, but I th- I hope we're on our way out of mm-hmm. that era. Talking about some uh, normie fits, uh, John, did you watch did you watch the Grammys? I did. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched them through my Twitter feed. Ah, as okay. many other as many other people did. Uh, I did as not did tune I. in but I was sure to be refreshing Twitter to see some sensational fits from our favorite celebrities. So I bring up Normie fits. Um, a lot of people were applauding it quite a bit. However, uh, the BTS, the entire crew, pulled up in the basic turtleneck, skinny black pants, and an overcoat. Um, on this podcast, we are about kings supporting kings. However, sure. I do not condone... Um, everybody in a group wearing the exact same thing. Uh, you know, maybe maybe use fashion to, to stand out a bit, make a personal statement. And while I'm not against K-pop, I uh, am against unoriginal fits. Let's put it that way. See, I have to go on the other side. I think the fact that they collaborated all together, they did mm. their thing, and they came out as one unit, it goes into that... Uh, subsection of uniform type outfits and Hmm. they uh, they stand as a group you know they uh, they came there all together as BTS and Hmm. I gotta stand behind that as someone who also loves to wear turtlenecks with skinny black pants that's that's fair and to be clear and I will clarify this I'm not against turtlenecks and skinny black pants I am against not making an impression on the runway that's understandable Let's talk about some great fits at the Grammys, though. Let's. I got to give it up to Lil Nas X for that leather 
Cowboy Versace ensemble. That was spectacular. I mean, he has carved out his own niche in the world of fashion and music, Mm -hmm. and I love the direction he's been going in. Mm -hmm. I hope to continue to see him thrive in 2020 and the years to come, and I'm so glad that he seems to be here to stay in the world of music Mm -hmm. and culture as a whole. I agree. Yeah, I, I I'm not gonna lie, and I think a lot of people might have had this impression too. I had him pegged as a bit of a, a one-hit wonder after. Yeah, I think we all did right off the bat. But I loved yeah. uh, his EP Seven. I mm-hmm. thought it was great. Uh, it was really yeah. fun, really fun summer album, and uh, I think he deserved the Grammys that he won. And I hope to see him back at those awards in the next coming years. Going before we. Uh, diverged too far from Lil Nas X. Did you hear yeah. the rodeo remix with Nas? With Just Nas. normal Nas. Big yeah, Nas. I did. I listened to it once in the office today. And, you know, I I liked that song to begin with. And I think that Big Nas did a great service to Lil Nas by mm. lending his, his skill set. I'm a fan. Saved yeah. it to the Spotify. Yeah. Um. Kind of continuing down the road of great fits, I have, uh, I guess, two two main nominations in my mind. I've got um, Billy Porter with that insane blue, like, fashion tech um, hat. Motorized hat? I mean, that is that is ridiculous. That like, unveiling yourself on the runway, but also having the opportunity to kind of put it all away. Pretty fantastic. Great job. I also have to shout out James Blake in the full Yoshi Yamamoto fit. Um, got like a, a cool, like split leg oversized sort of print blazer number. I don't even know quite how to describe it. It's just a very, very strange silhouette and seems a little bit more relaxed than a lot of the suit fits that we saw on the runway this year, which were, you know, if you look at like Sean Mendez was like a very, lot of, uh, berry colored suits on the very room. colored suits, but also tight suits. Tight suits, yeah. Mm. A lot of slim cut, looked very Topshop, H&M-esque. Mm. But Louis Vuitton, of course, did Shawn Mendez's, and I think the color choice was really interesting. I liked the, looked like crushed blueberries or something like that mm. to, to dye it. But um, yeah, I was really happy with the, the outfits of the Grammys this year. I thought Tyler, the creator, got to give a nod to him for mm. his Grand Budapest Hotel homage. And uh, congratulations to him as well for winning Best mm-hmm. Rap Album. He he deserves a Grammy after all these years for sure. Yeah. Was uh, that his first? Or was that not I his think, first? I think it was his first. I think he was okay. nominated for Flower Boy. Gotcha. Um, but he didn't win. And I, okay. I can check that. Um, oh, never mind. I'm on his Twitter. That was definitely his first. Mm. He was uh, – he was he retweeted, I saw – um, a guy who told him he never won a Grammy like nine yep. years ago. Saw that. I was uh, pretty iconic. Very. I think at uh, this point I'd be, or anybody would be hard pressed to to not be rooting for Tyler the Creator at this point. Oh, he's like, he's gonna go down in history as one of the greatest artists of our generation. Mm. What a change he's gone through in his music style and his personal style, everything like that. Yeah. He's really evolved. It's definitely nice to see. Um, Somebody kind of conquer, I won't even say fears, but maybe some of their um, inner inner anger. Uh, you can definitely see him being quite angry on some of his earlier albums, but he seems like he's in a, in a good place mentally and, and physically and in his career. I hope he is. It's, yeah. it's nice to see a, a king shine, if you will. Mm-hmm. 
We're, we're kings supporting kings over here. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we could kind of transition into our into our drop slash shoe releases of the uh, yeah of news. Yeah. Um, interesting so drops for us. So it's a relatively light week. Uh, today being Monday for us, uh, there is a undercover Nike React Presto collab, which, I mean, I'm always a fan of undercover and uh, their brand collaborating with Nike. I think they've done some great work. I thought the runner they did over the summer was very slept on release. I think those will go up in price over the years as people realize what a great shoe they were. I think they were just overshadowed by the Sakai's. Mm. But these React Prestos seem a little uninspired. Um, the color palettes are all right, but it just seems like they threw some speckles on them. I think they do have a different outsole tooling, but I loved how in the, I believe it was the Daybreak the, the other model they did over the summer mm. they added that spike on the heel whatever mm. you want to call it i thought that was a great addition but these ones i feel like i always ask myself if they didn't have the cosine from the collaborator would they sell and i don't think mm. these would sell or i'm not sure if they have been selling but i don't think they would sell out if they didn't have the undercover cosine so um, you have an opinion you say pick up drop for me, it is a pickup if it's 40% off and I'm on a trip and I feel like getting a pair of shoes to remember the trip by. <laughs> so so probably not a pickup for me, but gotcha. I think they're a nice shoe. The model seems uh, really interesting. I like the React Presto and the Presto as a whole. So, you know, if you like them, get them. Don't listen to yep. my opinion. And later on in the week, we have the human-made Stan Smith collaboration, which I had no idea was happening until today. I saw them on Twitter. A uh, really classic shoe, of course, of Stan Smith, and they changed the dot stripes on the mid-panel to the human-made logo, the heart with three lines through it. And I think those are really interesting. That's uh, a cool spin on the Stan Smith, very subtle, but at the same time carries a lot of weight for if whoever is around you knows what they are they know mm. that they're a special collaboration it seems like the kind of thing that adidas needs to do right now to kind of open up their portfolio away from more and more earth tone 350 v2s <laughs> which if you've been following the instagram we've been going a little hard on those lately i mean the 350 v2 I used to love those shoes. I had a pair my sophomore year of college, and I basically wore through the soles on them. But I think I'm done with my easy phase as of right now. They're just there's too many of them. I feel like if I wanted to pick one out, I wouldn't even be able to pick one out just because I'm overwhelmed with the amount of colorways. I can't pick one I like. And uh, I mean, shout out to Kanye for following through on his promise that everyone's gonna get Yeezys. <laughs> I feel like hypocritical getting mad now that there's too many of them compared to back in the day when they were so sought after, but it's interesting and I'm excited to see where they go. But Mm. as of right now, I don't think I'll be buying any Yeezys in the near future. So with the, I'll say pretty incredible popularity actually of the Raph Simmons, Stan Smith collaboration of what was that? Two, three years ago, probably 
Oh, that's been going on for a while. I think yeah. those are five or six years. But seeing as these human-made ones are a limited release, you think it is worth picking up a pair either to sit on and sell later down the road? or um, I don't know if human-made has the same feel as mm. Raph Simmons does. I mean, Raph Simmons... I mean, neither of them are household names for the general general population, but mm. in the fashion community, Raph is more of this storied brand. Uh, I mean, not to talk down upon Nego and all he's done at Bape and now at Human Made, mm. but I think Human Made just isn't as well known, at least in the United States. Mm. I love what they've done. I think they've had some, the quality of the materials looks amazing. I don't personally own any Human Made pieces, but. I think Nigo's a great creative. Uh, I love how he'll take risks, just put strange patterns and symbols on things. And I'm interested in what he puts out, but I don't think they'll have the lasting effect that the Raph Sandsmiths mm. did. I think those came out at an opportune moment in sneaker history where people could really go crazy for them. It was relatively affordable for a mm. designer sneaker, and you'd see him go on sale and stuff, so I think they were more acquirable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Any other any other releases before we transition um, away? This is one of three times the shoe is releasing, but the Strange Love Nike SB mm. Dunks are coming out from Strange Love Skateboards. The first release is on February first. Those will have a special box and probably come with some stickers or something cool like that. But they're only, re- only releasing on Strange Love's website, which I'm sure will be botted <laughs> like crazy. So yeah. I'll be trying to get those, probably failing. But uh, hopefully I'll be able to pick those up from my local skate shop on the 7th when they have their main release. Gotcha. And as a fan of SBs, are there any SBs, you know, maybe not this week or the Strange Love ones, but down the road that you're kind of looking forward to? Big time. Spring is going to be huge for SB Dunks. They're having mm. a really big moment right now in fashion with uh, artists like Travis Scott and the Migos wearing them really pretty much constantly. Uh, all the crazy old colorways from the mid-late 2000s. So we'll have, at the end of February, Travis's SB Dunk coming out, which I would love to get my hands on. Those are, apparently are releasing in skate shops, which I really like that they're giving such an exclusive release kind of across the country so people in states where normally their only chance would be online they'll have a chance to get Mm. a really hyped up shoe in person um we'll have those we'll have the atmos safari themed dunks coming out Mm. uh those might be my my dunk of the year those Mm. are rumored to be a general release but they'll still be extremely hard to get they look like the Atmos Safari Air Max that released for Air Max Day a couple years ago and originally back in somewhere around 0203. Mm. I really like those. Uh, I'm hoping I can at least double up on the dunks, if not more. Just keep them in, mm. the, in the archive. And then the, the regular monthly general release dunks look really nice this year as well. They've got, uh, they just did one for the Infrared Air Max. They're doing one for the Shadow Jordan 1. And there's going to be an Easter one that it's asymmetrical color blocking. And I'm really excited oh, for that. One. That's pretty cool. I always love yeah. to see asymmetry in shoes, especially. Just Absolutely. kind of unique. Yeah. Um, kind of transitioning away now, I guess, from 
uh, shoe releases. And to our last bit, I think, of news this week, um, Jean-Paul Gaultier uh, shutting down. Former Supreme collaborator, as most people know him for. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm um, kidding, of course. He's a, he's a legend in fashion. Uh, but yeah, after 50 years in the business, he is stepping away. Uh, I heard he might explore a new venture. I don't know if that would mean a another brand under his control or what, but mm. JPG seems to be uh, dissolving. Or I don't know if they'll continue to release under another director or what, or if they're just done. Yeah, I mean, it may not be the same without him, as many mm-hmm. kind of fashion houses are, um, seeing as he was so incredible kind of at creating stuff that is so distinctly Jean-Paul Gaultier. Yeah. Kind of these crazy prints or, you know, you have his like iconic tattoo, um, sleeve kind of dresses and and shirts like that. Um, It's kind of sad to see him go. I I personally am not not the biggest fan, but I definitely do respect him quite a bit. I say the biggest fan in the sense I don't have any Jean-Paul Gaultier stuff. Um, This may be a decent opportunity for me to pick some up. Apparently, um, JPG stuff is rising in price about 30% across all mediums. Oh gosh, yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. just considering this is well. If if that's the case, that means that's probably it for the brand. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll they won't release anymore after this. But yeah, I think a lot of people, at least in the more hype beastie community, their first time finding out about him was through Supreme. Yeah, and I thought that was a great collaboration, just because it got these kids interested in more of a high fashion house you know Mm. maybe they started by researching the supreme stuff and they moved forward and looked more into his brand as a whole and saw some of the heritage behind it and Mm. how he's kind of carved out his own space in the world of fashion and i think that's good that uh brands like supreme will collaborate with brands like you know they did their jpg one they've done stone island which stone island Mm. started off as such a distinct outerwear brand they're pretty hype beastie now but they have some crazy heritage and materials and innovation things like that and then you can't really forget that i i I hesitate to use the word iconic because i don't believe it's iconic but three years ago that louis vuitton supreme collab that made everybody lose their minds yep um that got a lot of that got a lot of kids into higher fashion for sure um i mean Kind of, kind of more of a take, but do you think that that kind of laid the groundwork for somebody like um, Virgil Abloh, who is running, I wouldn't call Off-White a streetwear um, brand or a streetwear um, company because it is kind of high fashion in terms of mm-hmm. price point material. Do you think that kind of paved the way for that integration of people like Virgil Abloh, who is kind of coming from a streetwear background into, quote-unquote, high fashion like yeah. Tom? I think... You know, that was kind of a sign of the times, the Supreme Louis collaboration. It was the ultimate peak of street fashion mixing with high fashion. Mm -hmm. And I think that opened the door to a lot of different avenues. You know, you have Dior and Stussy now. You have Virgil as the creative director of Louis Vuitton. Mm -hmm. And those are all huge things as far as uh, inspiration goes for a lot of more regular kids, you know. It'll tell you, you don't have to be classically trained. I mean, Virgil, was, he has an architecture degree, I believe, yep. from Wisconsin. Yep. And 
he's done so much without having that formal fashion education. He's got such a creative mind for that. And I think that allows a lot of kids to really believe that they could do something along those lines too, without having to be from a prestigious fashion producing region like Milan or, um, you know, having family in fashion, you can kind of just go on and do your own thing and it can really work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, hate to give Virgil Abloh maybe that much that much props unfettered or un, unstopped. However, <laughs> I do agree with a lot of what you said. Um, yeah, um, kind of going into um, our uh, penultimate section here. John, you have a, a hot take this week or a, a, a burning opinion you feel like you need to get off the chest? Oh, gosh, let me think. Um, there, releases have been kind of quiet this week, mm. so nothing really begs to my mind for uh, for a super spicy take. Um, as always, you know, just wear what you want to wear. Don't let anyone, including ourselves, tell you how to dress or how to act. Style, as with many aspects of life, should be 100% yours, and let, let it be a form of self-expression. Mm-hmm. That's my spicy moment of the week. I definitely agree. Kind of in that vein, I will agree with everything what you've said, except stop wearing fucking Vans. (laughs) Like, if you're wearing a suit, if you're wearing a tie, (laughs) I do not think that Vans have a place in that outfit, especially dirty Vans. Um, It brings down your fit. I think it it takes away from the the formality of it. If I see another person... Exactly. If I see another person wearing Vans at a wedding... Or at a funeral, God forbid. Oh goodness! I'm going to f- like flip shit. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> I cannot handle another person who can't swallow their hype beast ego for three minutes and take off the vans and put on some <laughs> something. It's a, it's a statement that exists in a post sneaker world. <laughs> but it's a statement that's been made so many times. Like yeah. the first person to wear sneakers with a suit, props to them. But yeah. every other time. I mean, I love sneakers, but I know my boundaries, and I would never, never do the uh, sneakers with the suit. Now, Birkenstocks with the suit—that's another story. But that's another story for another day. I would agree. I mean, I—I've never been one to shy away from from sneakers with a suit. In fact, I think if you get a tasteful pair of like all black, I don't know, even like Jordan ones, I think can have a place in a suit. Yeah. Um, I just think Vans, especially with a suit, kind of undermine whatever sort of respect or, or formality you're going with in a situation. And that could be what you're going for, and I, I won't disparage that. However, I think you look ridiculous. Again, if you show up to a wedding or a funeral or an event in which you should be wearing something on your feet that doesn't say, hey, I just came outside from skating. <laughs> Unless you're an actual skateboarder, then by all yeah. means, wear Vans to your wedding. Absolutely. That is no posers. I can't zero posers allowed. <laughs> you gotta you gotta know how to ollie if you're wearing vans to your wedding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You gotta skate into the wedding. That's the only way to prove it. Exactly. Ollie over the ring bear. <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, I will present one more maybe not hot take, but maybe piece of advice or or thing that I'd like to see more in the hype beast community. 
I think, and this is very serious and honest, that if you are somebody who's past the age of 15 even, and you don't have a skincare routine, but you're routinely spending over $150, $200 a week on sneakers, I think that's a, an absolute mistake and something you need to rectify. Grooming's very important, everybody. You gotta take care of yourself for your own health and for your reputation and your uh, your people's look at you. That sounds mm-hmm. my English is broken right now, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, grooming's very important. I mean, for your own health, stop that bacteria buildup and. Uh, Get the skincare routine, even if it's just washing your face with soap and water at night. Yeah. Start it up. Yeah. I mean, quick shout out to, to Neutrogena, the, uh, the face wash from CVS. Six bucks. The grapefruit one? Oh, yep. The grapefruit oh, one. Yeah. Smells great. Works works fantastically. See too many kings out here with some, some dirty skin slash dry skin, especially in the winter. Keep the lotion on deck. Exactly. I use uh, lotion with sunscreen in it. Protect yep. yourself from the sun, you know. Yep. Stop those wrinkles. Stop the wrinkles. Stop the skin cancer. Be a king. Yeah. Um, John, do you have any other uh, takes? Any other pieces of information you want to get off your chest? Not necessarily a take, but, uh, of course, this is our first episode we're releasing to the public. Uh, unless you guys get your hands on episode zero, which is an hour and 50-minute fiasco of Sol and I speaking to each other for the first time ever. We are looking for your feedback. I mean, obviously, we are hundreds of miles away from each other, so we can't read each other's tones, anything like that. If there's anything that uh, you think we could be doing better, whether it's in the way we speak or the format, anything like that, please let us know. Um, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at Pair of Kings Pod, or email us at pairofkingspod at gmail.com and uh, let us know. You know, We are not anyone to shy away from criticism. We'd be happy to answer any of your questions or respond to any of the thoughts, feelings you had on the on the week if you have any suggestions or if you want to be a guest hit yeah. us up chances are we'll let you come on we uh love to interact we're definitely a very active pair of kings mm-hmm. uh, especially on our instagram the memes uh, are hitting right now a lot of lot of memes coming out but no seriously we'd love to hear from you we'd love to get feedback um any and all criticism except if you're being overtly mean yeah uh, it's definitely welcome um <laughs> yeah like I don't think I could have said it better than John. Uh, we'd Thanks, love to Kate. hear from, from our listeners. Absolutely. Um, we'll be, as this goes on, it'll get more and more natural, you know. Mm. Bear with us, and we hope we'll bring you a good podcast. I mean, we know we're bringing you a good podcast, but we hope it gets even better. Yeah. All right. Well, uh think that's that about does it for episode one so thank you all for tuning in and as always this has been pair of kings business as usual tomfoolery as planned <laughs>